Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. We'll be right back to today's show. But before we do, I want to let you know that you can get a free copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, when you leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts, either on desktop or on your phone. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, look up Think Unbroken, click follow in the top right, and then go and leave a review at the bottom. And when you leave that review, screenshot it and send it over to book.thinkunbroken.com 
where you can upload your contact and mailing information, and we will send you a free copy of this award-winning best-selling book, absolutely free, including shipping. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to upload your screenshot review from Apple Podcast for the Think Unbroken podcast. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. I'll see you. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Going through therapy, coaching, reading like fucking every book ever made and just trying to like figure out who I was. What was there a process for you? Like when you're, you're in this window and I know more in depth of your story from reading your book of. Just those massive struggles, fucking working at Olive Garden, knocking doors, doing that lifestyle. Like, what were you learning? If if you like rewind and put your brain into like a decade ago, five years ago, seven years ago, like what were you learning about yourself in those moments of struggle? Yeah, I mean, I think I just learned that I honestly felt like I just had more mental fortitude than most people. I I, I think what I went through, like getting to that kind of financial success is that most people are not willing, I think, to go through that. I learned a lot about myself because, but I think also it's because I'm insecure. I mean, the whole reason I wouldn't quit is not because I didn't want to quit. It's because I wouldn't quit because I was so embarrassed if I had to go back and basically let people see that I, because to that point, I hadn't failed at anything. I mean, even the NFL, yeah, that didn't work out, but I felt like it was a little outside my control based on my injuries. Like I just, I could not stay healthy. I, I've gone in college. And I, didn't get, I did not get to get on the field for a single college down because I was literally always hurt, always. And so um, I guess, I, I don't know. I guess in, in that point, I don't know how you feel about your journey, but I, I felt when I started getting into this business, I was like, man, you know, if I struggled that much and I have this level of mental fortitude, which I think is in the top 1%, I can only imagine how other people feel. And it became apparent to me why a lot of people quit. It became apparent to me why a lot of people aren't successful, not because they're not special, but because they're not willing to push through the pain. Cause it sucks, dude. I mean, it, I, I just remember I didn't date. I was embarrassed to hang out with girls cause of my car. I couldn't afford stuff. I mean, all guard paid me a hundred bucks a day. I would go on a date with a girl and blow the cash on a date. And I was like, man, I don't want to do that anymore. Uh, I was working 16, 18 hours a day with no result. I mean, I, I would work half a day and then come home and work dead tired and it wouldn't work. And so when you know, two years doesn't sound long, but when you're working 
every day of the week, 18 hours a day, and you rarely take breaks, it just feels like the end of the world. And it doesn't feel good. And your self-esteem low. People ask you what you're doing. You, you know, oh, I, I have a business. And they're like, well, you're working at Olive Garden. How's that going? You know, not going great. So I don't know if that's the answer you're looking for, but I guess I learned a lot about myself and my mental fortitude. And when I finally did hit success, that, that did a lot for me because I realized I was like, you know what? Like, as long as I don't quit, even if I'm not the smartest person, even if I make mistakes, like I will get there. And, and I'm lucky I had a mentor who kind of like kept pushing me. Cause I called him four to five times over that two years. I almost quit and he just would talk me off the ledge. And it's crazy. Cause I, I was on a podcast the other day and I said, dude, you know, the difference in opportunity cost is about $49.6 million because that's what I would have made in my engineering job is about 400 G's and I've done close to 50 and it's not all about money. That's part of why we're on this show, but. I mean, that kind of stuff's crazy. And I think people do that all the time where they make these decisions that they have no idea the lasting impact and they'll never know. And that's scary to me because anyways, so. No, yeah, well, I, I love that. <laughs> no, no, no. T take the space, please. Because I like, this is what this is about. You know, I, I think about so often the difference between success and failure in pretty much everything in life is just timeline, you know? Yeah. A couple of years ago, Grant Cardone, who I know that, you know, he, uh, he invested into think unbroken. So he's a business partner. Right. And he tells me something really important, dude. He goes, look, man, the only time you ever lose is if you quit. And, and I'll tell you this building the business, like the podcast, obviously this is about value. This is about helping people and changing their lives. But I don't know about you, dude. I've never listened to a podcast that ever changed my life like entirely. I've always had to get the book or go to the coaching session, join the seminar, do whatever the next thing was from these people that I look up to that mentor me. And and I think that a big part of it is just the willingness that I've discovered that I'm just not going to quit. Like I'm just not going to stop. And and I think that a lot of that comes with the resiliency of maybe just the suffering that I endured as a kid. Like, like it's hard to grow up Mormon and fucking poor and biracial. Right. And so, you know, being in the, that boat made me just go for a long time. And I don't know if you related to this, but for a long time, dude, I just hated people. And I was like, I'm going to go on my own. I'm going to figure it out. Nobody's going to help me because I don't love or trust anyone. And then I realized like one of the most empirical truths of life is that you have to have mentorship. You have to have community. You have to have coaches and partners and friends and family and love because without those things, like nothing's going to be different. W was it because you grew up playing sports that you went and found a coach or a mentor, or was that just like happenstance? Like, how did that evolve for you? I just hit rock bottom. I mean, so, you know, I, I left college thinking that I could figure everything out. And a very big ego because to that point I've done everything on my own, so to speak. I mean, I built my body. I got scholarship offers. I had straight A's, like I got the girl. So I just was like, I can do anything. And that, that's a good mindset to have. And I think to a degree I did, but then, you know, two years trying to start my business, having no success. I was like, dude, like I just got to a point where, especially knocking doors, I think that's really what pushed me over the edge is I mentally was so tired. I was like, dude, I will do anything. And I literally would have done anything like anything. 
And so when I saw that ad and it was like how to build an online fitness business, it was just happenstance. I saw it. It was like, that's the industry I'd been in. And so I got on the coal and I just gave him every dollar I had because I just was like, there's no, there's no other choice. Like sometimes, you know, my sales team and probably your sales teams, you know, they're telling us about someone's like, yeah, they said it was too expensive. I mean, I just didn't even care. I just was like, I will be, I'd rather be homeless than continue to live the way I'm living because I hate it. And I just felt like a loser. And I think a lot of people are successful. Honestly, they have similar stories where it's some type of insecurity or fear driven decision-making that just pushes them to like crazy heights and crazy levels where they can just endure massive amounts of pain for, for short periods of time. And like, I mean, door to ourselves sucks. Uh, I mean, it, it was six days a week, 12 hours a day, including the travel. And we had one day off and I did that for seven to eight months straight in the Alabama heat. I mean, it was hot, man. And it's like the stuff that happened out there, like people pull knives on me, guns. I, I just think it was all those things. So yeah, I, I don't know if I, I wish I had a better answer, but I just think it was that I just hit rock bottom. I was so sick of that crap that I was like, dude, I'll lick a floor if I know it worked. And I, I think most people, they're unwilling to do that. Like they say they will, but they, they won't. But I was that guy. And I remember my mentor, David, he used to rip into me and he even said, Tanner, he's like, you know what your best quality is? I was like, what? He's like, I can rip into you and you just don't care. And I was like, maybe it's because of sports because coaches will just cuss you out. For sure. And I just didn't care. I had, I had no ego when it came to that, finally that moment. Like I had an ego getting help. Like I was like, I don't need help. But when I finally had help, I was like, dude, I'm an idiot, obviously, because I'm not, it's what I thought would work, is it? So you tell me what to do. And I will be your best student. And it was like, that's how it was for me in every program. I was always the best student because I just like implemented like an, like a psycho. Um, so anyway, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like 99% of it. So I, I relate to the knocking doors, man. I did cut co when I was like 18 oh, because I, and I was just like knocking doors all day, dogs barking at you, people okay. freaking out, old naked ladies answering the door. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I got a story about that. Like I, I can't even scare them. I got bad stories about that. They're just the most gnarly yeah. stuff. And, and just being like, is this it? Is, is this what I'm yeah. supposed to do? And then, you know, progressing and, you know, yeah. and eventually landing a job with a fortune 10 company doing really well in sales where, you know, I, I kind of figured out how to navigate the corporate environment. And, and then what I decided to do without really understanding how poor of a decision it was at the time, I was like, I'm going to quit this job and I'm just going to open my own business. Right. And I think that was. A, it's the greatest mistake I've ever made. And B, I learned a lot in that because, you know, Tom Bilyeu, one of my mentors, a, a great human in my life, says something that I think everyone really needs to hold on to. And that is that the struggle is guaranteed and the success is not. And, and so much of this journey really is about the struggle and being able to go through it. And I don't even think just necessarily financially because, dude, I've struggled in relationships. I've struggled with my weight. I've struggled with you know, the way I feel about myself when I'm by myself. And the only way I've been able to get through any of that shit is just like, keep going, man, just keep going the next level. But it was in getting mentorship and getting coaching and investing in myself that really changed the game. And I think that you're spot on, dude. Most people would not have made the decision that you made, but like, I've always thought about it like this. I'm like, I'm already at fucking rock bottom. What's another two grand? Right. That's, What's another five grand? It, it's not going to get any worse. And it's so, I, it drives me up a wall because I just wish there's something 
you could say sometimes where it's like, dude, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain, right? Yeah. Like you have nothing to lose. Like you can go back to your bad job that you're on the phone call that you're eight. Like it just drives me nuts. But that's also, that's also just like, it pushes me to be better. Cause I'm like, you know what? I need to get better at sales. I need to get better at marketing. Cause like, if they are saying that I still can't convince them it's not good enough, but I agree. It just, and it's, it's, it sucks because like, they don't know, but we're on the other side. So we're like, dude, like I was there and you just like, you don't know, but like, if you go, like you'll get there and then you'll see how smart of a decision it was. But We'll be right back to today's show. But first, I need to ask you a question. Are you feeling stuck? Are you feeling like you don't have the support to go to the next level in your healing journey? Are you feeling like you wish you had a little bit more support from not only myself, but the Unbroken Nation? Well, my friend, I want to invite you to come and join our live weekly coaching sessions in Think Unbroken. All you have to do is go to keys, K-E-Y-S, keys.thinkunbroken.com to sign up and join us today with 100% money back, no questions asked, guaranteed and no contract or commitment every week for the next year. You can come and be a part of our live coaching sessions each Monday as we dive deep into not only answering your questions, but questions from the unbroken nation and help you take all of the information that you learn in the podcast, in the courses and other areas of this journey, bring them into your life and use it in a way that is practical, life-changing and transformative. So my friend, join us at keys.thinkunbroken.com and we will see you this Monday. What was it like for you? What were kind of some of the, the cornerstones or the key pillars that have helped you get to where you are today? Great question, Michael. You know, when I kept on getting the question from people after my wife passed away. And of course I'm, I'm traveling, I'm going to all these different events and I'm trying to find myself. Right. You know, and, and after about six weekends of being gone somewhere in the world, uh, six straight weekends, I just realized I'm like, well, traveling's not helping me find myself at all, you know? And, but it wasn't until about five or six months later that I just kept on getting the question like, Joseph, how are you so happy? Why are you still smiling? When all this has gone on to you, it has happened to you. Cause you know, it didn't stop with my wife's death. I almost lost the baby two months later. Um, he had to be life flighted to a hospital because of malnutrition and long story short, he spent 45 days in the hospital, it took doctors 30 days to figure out that he had gluten. He had celiac disease, so he couldn't eat anything gluten. So he'd wow. eat it. His body couldn't process it. And then he vomited it up or he'd have diarrhea, you know? And so his body wasn't holding on to anything, you know? And so. I like literally after that, I'm like, dude, are you serious, God? I'm like, I'm about to lose my son now. I, I mean, what else, you, you know? But I found that it was several months later after just a repeated question. I'm like, okay, Joseph, what have I been doing that's helped me get through this, this process where I can smile, you know? And here, here's a couple things, that I, and I want you listeners to, to really pay attention, is number one, is you have to take time to grieve. And what I mean by that is I actually did my grieving in increments, but I didn't realize I was doing it until later on. When I would do my Facebook live video and I would share um, to people what my family was going through in the journey and the update on my wife, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, Michael, I was crying like a little baby, you know? And the video would probably last about 15, 20 minute live video. And then I had to go back inside I had to dry up my tears. I had to be the, 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 the strong person for my wife and for my kids. Not that I was afraid for them to see me broken because I knew that it would bring this somberness and more brokenness around the whole family. And 
I just knew at that time, my, my, my wife's mindset was that if I gave up me, she would too, because she already wanted to, you know? And so I had to learn to take my time of grieving and then go be strong. Now, my times of being strong may have only lasted for a few minutes. And then I went back to grieving, you know, and I found, I realized later on, I'm like, all I was doing was giving myself time to grieve. And the reason why I do say that is think of it like when it's like misty raining outside, it's like a drizzle. Okay. And it's like that all day long. We want to stay in bed. We want to sleep. We don't want to go to work. It just brings this feeling about us just like, and I just want to be lazy today. We, every, every human feels it. Why it happens. I don't know if it's atmospheric pressure. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a weather guy. I have no freaking clue. Okay. But everybody goes through that feeling versus, oh, look, it's just going to be a torrential downpour. And what do we say about torrential downpours? It'll last an hour and then the sunshine's going to come out, you know, and we don't think nothing of it, but it's the somber feeling of all day of going through that grief that makes it an all day. And then it turns into two days and turns into three days. So I had my moment. So I say this is when you grieve, take, take 15 minutes and grieve and then dry up your tears, even if it only lasts for a minute, because as we, we know that habits, we create habits, grief for 15, dry up and be strong for one. If it starts all over, okay, then the next time it'll be two minutes and then it'll be five and then it'll be an hour and then it'll be half a day that you're, okay, I'm grieving, but I'm also strong. So that's number one. Number two is, is, is forgiveness. You've got to forgive yourself. Forgiveness is way more about for us forgiving ourselves for what we are telling and the lies that we're believing and the actions that we've allowed to happen to us versus the other person and what they did. Because we can blame the other person. I, my dad's gone. I could still be blaming him. It's not going to do anything. You know, number three is creating dreams, goals, and visions. Michael, when you, when, when you lose your dad and your wife, when you have a traumatic experience like that, for me anyways, I didn't want to get out of bed. I wouldn't say that I was clinically depressed, but I probably was. I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to do anything. For me, I wanted to travel. I know people that like when they were going through addictions, like their new addiction from alcohol was going to the gym. And that became therapy. We call it going to therapy, but can also become a bad addiction as well because of our mindset behind it. But for me, I tell people this, when you're stuck, don't, we all talk about in, in, in the transformational world or the personal development world, we talk about one, three, five, 10 year goals, right? I'm sure you've done them. You know, we were talking numbers earlier and how, you know, you've already mapped out things for Think Unbroken. But forget the one, three, and five year when you can't even get out of bed. Okay. And this is where I said start in baby steps. To me, I just needed to sit up in bed. That was it. That was my goal for the day. Just sit up. Then the next day, it was sit up and put my feet on the floor. I may have only done that for five minutes and then laid back down. You know, yeah, I, I would tell my kids, go, go fix something to eat. I'd use the bathroom when I had to, you know, but ultimately by creating the small dreams and goals, I was able to then go from sitting up in bed to getting on the couch, to making a cup of coffee, to doing things, to going out, to going back to work. I had to do those in baby steps. And the last one, and I think this is one of the most important ones besides just even the forgiveness is finding someone to help and help them. Okay. By me doing that, when I was sharing my story, I was helping people and I didn't even know it, but I would have people reach out to me. Michael's like, Hey man, my, 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 I would have, I had ladies reach out to me. He's like, 
my marriage was in shambles and my husband and I ran across your Facebook live video and like our marriage is healed now just because of he hearing the love you talked about with your wife, you know? I was just sharing my story, but I realized that when I started to coach other people, and it wasn't like I was set out to coach anybody, people just kept on asking me for advice. But when I would put my feelings and my emotions and my issues aside and help somebody else, I realized that my answers of helping me were coming through me giving them answers and helping them. So find somebody to help. You mentioned the word struggle. What did you learn about yourself through struggle, especially during that time? And even today, like, like, what do you learn about? What do you understand? What was maybe the most valuable lesson for you in struggle? Uh, for me, the most valuable part is the fact that I, I could be a mental, it, it strengthens you mentally, you know, for that struggle does that, does do that. So like I tell people that, that work working out isn't necessarily for me to, to keep my weight down and, and be strong and be fit and look good at the beach. Uh, that is all, you know, a, a consequence of everything. That's great. But for me, it's a mental, mental thing. Like if I'm saying, all right, I'm going to do 10 laps around this track. Okay. I want to get those 10 laps. I don't want to give up. I don't want to stop at eight. And the reason I am able to continue doing that is because of the struggles that I went through that I didn't give up. I, I didn't just sit there and say, you know, this is hard. Like I need to, I, I just want to give up. I just want to, I just want to walk away. You know, I want to go have fun. I don't, I don't want all this responsibility. Uh, at the same time, those struggles taught me, look in the mirror. You did this. You can't blame anyone. So it's not like, uh, I, I talk to a lot of people now, uh, especially some youth, uh, high school students, and they say, hey, we don't have the opportunities. Man, there's no, you know, there's nobody, you know, giving us, you know, we have stimulus checks and stuff like that, but you know, th there's no jobs out there for, for black people like me, like, no, 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 uh, -uh. there's no excuses. You know, we got to go ahead and, and, and make the best of what our opportunity is. There's going to be some unfair advantage advantages towards us. Okay. But we got to deal with it. We got to pull our big boy pants on and then go out there and figure out a way to get a, you know, to, to make it work and do the best that we can, because for me, that's what the struggle did is just to sit there and say, I can't blame anyone. Let's get through this. Let's figure it out. And then go from there. Because at the end of the day, you're, you're struggling. It's, it, it can be lonely, but the other part of it is there are people out there to help out. That's what nonprofits are out there for. That's what some of these government programs are there for is because there are people that want to help you have a better life. You just have to be courageous enough to let them know I could use some help. Yeah, that's a, a really strong point. A, a lot of people want to give up when things get hard, you know, because it's easy. Like, like really, let's call it what it is. It's easy to give up when life is difficult, when your back's against the wall, when you got $7, you know, for diapers to your name, when everything seems to be tumultuous and exhausting. And, and here's what's really interesting. I think that whether you are rich or you're poor or you're in between, whether you grew up in, you know, a great home or a poor home or whatever your race may be, like there's struggle in this thing, yeah. like it, for everybody. And, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I didn't wake up with a roadmap in my hand that said, this is the way that you live. It's like, dude, I got to go out here and figure this out every day. And there's days where I don't want to, but you, you know, just like you in the laps, it's, it's, I have, drilled within myself, this idea that you have to keep going forward, no matter what, 
but but people want to quit because it's it's hard. James, what would you tell to people when they want to quit? Like like what advice would you give them when they're in that place? Because you've been there, I've been there, yeah. and it's like it's really easy to say don't give up, but you know I don't think that really helps that much for people who are at their sure. just at their lowest. You know, mm-hmm. I would say the same thing I tell my kids. I was like, it's life is hard. Uh, you know, I know you want to give up, but just continue, just keep going just a little bit longer. You know, whether you say, okay, I'm going to give this another day. I'm going to give it another week. I'm going to give it another month. Just set a deadline and just keep going. Uh, and then once you get to that deadline, see if there was any progress, see if, if, if things got easier, see if you stuck to your plan, because at the end of the day, if you could sit there and make a little bit of progress, improve by that 1% or, or get a little bit closer to out of the hole or closer to your goal. If you see that little progress, it will motivate you to say, all right, okay. All right. I didn't give up when I, when I could have, and okay, maybe that'll motivate them to keep going. Maybe they'll, they'll say, all right, I'll give it another week. I'll give it another month. So it's not that don't give up. I'm just saying like, just try a little bit longer, you know, just give it, just be patient, you know, just give it a, a more, you know, just focus a little bit more and see what happens. I mean, there are times where I sit there as a startup founder and I'm like, you've been working on this project for two years. Like, whoa, that's a long time. Like, you know, I'm like, mm, what's your, you know, how far have you gotten? You know, what's the progress been and things like that. If the metrics aren't there, I'm like, it's probably time to pivot or try to something, try something else. It's not always saying you need to go in that straight path and keep going. There's going to be times where you got to make a left turn and then good, then go straight again. You know, like it's just a matter of being patient and then figuring out, all right, maybe I should try something different. Maybe I need to do, maybe find an alternative to get to the same point. It's not always just one line. There's always, there's there's definitely different ways to get to the same destination. Hey, Unbroken Nation, we'll be right back to the show, but I wanted to let you know that you can grab a copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma for free. If you go to book.thinkunbroken.com, you can download the PDF ebook version of the book and get everything that I know about the baseline of healing trauma for free downloaded to your email right now. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to download your copy of Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma for a PDF for your phone. Again, that is book.thinkunbroken.com. Thank you so much for listening to Think Unbroken. Please share this episode with someone who could use it and help us move forward in our mission of ending generational trauma in our lifetime. And if you would, please take five seconds to pop on iTunes or Spotify, hit that five star, leave a review. And you can also reach out to us on social at Michael Unbroken or at Think Unbroken. And of course, you can check out our YouTube channel at Think Unbroken. Thank you for being a part of Unbroken Nation, my friends. And until next time, be unbroken. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show. But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now. And I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, 
emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program.